Life in the Spirit, Part 3. I encourage you, like I did on Thursday, to get the Parts 1 and 2 of Life in the Spirit so that we all can be on the same frequency. Um, because of the quantum of what I need to cover today, I intend that part three will be the end for now. So because of the quantum of what we have to talk about, I will not uh, be able, I will not want to go into having a bit of recap like I do normally. Please get the message, uh, part one, part two, and this one. I've been listening to the message, for instance. I still did yesterday. Please get yours. Hallelujah. Listening to the message, I was wondering who was preaching. Like I knew certainly that God was firing. Please get the message. As I talk about this part three, I may have a touch here and there on what we said before for cohesion but i want us to read quickly hebrews chapter 3 we'll do a bit of reading today hebrews chapter 3 hebrews chapter 3 after reading some verses in hebrews 3 we'll go to hebrews 4 also so hebrews chapter 3 19 Hebrews chapter 3 verse 8 to 19 let me read from here please do not harden your heart as in the rebellion in the day of trial in the wilderness where your fathers tested me tried me and saw my works 40 years 40 years therefore I was angry with that generation and said they always go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways so I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest beware brethren lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God but exhort one another daily while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through deceitfulness of sin for we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end while it is said today if you will hear his voice do not harden your heart as in the rebellion for who having heard rebelled indeed was it not all who came out of Egypt led by Moses now with whom was he angry 40 years was it not with those who sinned whose corpses fell in the wilderness and to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest but to those who did not obey verse 19 so we see that they could not enter 
because of unbelief. You must have heard that when the Bible was written originally, it, it was not written in chapters and in verses. But for comprehension, for understanding, it was broken into chapters and verses. So this that we are reading flows into chapter 4. So assume that chapter 4 is not written there. So we end verse 19 and we continue as though that's verse 20. So we see that they could not enter because of their unbelief. So I want to quickly do a quick reading here. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he said. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Verse 4. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this place they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it. And those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience. Again, he designates a certain day, saying in David, that is in Psalm, Today, after such a long time, it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, that is Jesus, then he would not have afterward spoken of another day. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Let us therefore be diligent to enter. Let us therefore be diligent to enter let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience for the word of god is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him. To whom we have, we must give account. Seeing then that we have a great high priest. Who has passed through the heavens. Jesus the son of God. Let us therefore, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched, who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, 
yet without sin. Can we read verse 16 together, everybody loud and clear? One to read. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I want to talk about this subject of rest as it relates to life in the spirit. We're going to talk about some things very quickly and I want you to pay attention. The first thing I need to say is that a heart of unbelief, the Bible says, is an evil heart. Please note it. So anytime you see unbelief near you, you see evil close by. The Bible says, he that is of a double mind is unstable in all his ways. And let not such a person think that he will receive anything from the Lord. God does not like it when you are of a double mind. Let me tell you the implication. To be of a double mind is to doubt the ability of God. One day, the disciples were told to go over to the other side. And at a point in their journey, there was a storm. And it was a boisterous one. And they were afraid, expectedly. They were afraid, expectedly. Now, Jesus showed up walking on the water. They were the more afraid. There was a storm. It was dark. That was enough to kill somebody. Yet, spirit showed up. Spirit. So, adults, men, cried for fear. They were already terrified. They were already frustrated. To now compound and make it complex, a spirit showed up. So they cried. The Bible says, they cried for fear as though the tempest was nothing. Because when they cried, they didn't say it was tempestuous. They didn't say it was windy. They mentioned, they cried saying it was a spirit. See, when spirit shows up, tempest sits down. When chips are down, some things are more weightier. There are, some things are weightier than others. So they say it's a spirit. Then Jesus, trying to calve their frail nerves, said, It is I. And listen, he didn't say it is I, Jesus Christ. It is I. And they knew him. My sheep know my voice. When they hear my voice, they know. Listen, when Jesus resurrected and Mary was looking for the living among the dead, listen, and she saw Jesus asking from Jesus, do you know where my Lord is kept? Asking question from the answer. Do you know where they laid him? She even thought, he, she thought he was one of the gardeners. Sir, do you know where they kept my Lord? Amahata. Jesus said, Mary. He didn't say, I am Jesus. May your eyes be open. 
that without copious introduction you will disarm God. Some of you are looking for details. I am I, God of Isaac, Jacob. He, hey, his whispers can be decoded by intimacy. When Jesus said, Mary, Mary turned aside and said, Rabboni, my sheep will hear my voice and the voice of another they will not follow. I decree in the name of Jesus, you will hear what you should hear. So, when Jesus said, it is I, Peter said, if it is you, Tell me to come to you on water. He was specific. I like Peter. If we will fail, let us fail woefully. Let us not pretend as if we know it. That is why some people have not learned well. You are pretending as if you know it when you don't know anything. If you don't know it, acknowledge. One of the laws of success in life is the law of acknowledgement. So Peter said, tell me to come to you on water. One word. A four letter word. See O M E come and Peter stepped out. Now the Bible says when Peter saw the wind, he began to sink. When he saw the wind, he began to sink. When he saw the wind, he began to sink. When he saw the wind, he began to sink. You see something because you have looked away from something. If you look away from A, where you have A and B, you are likely to see B. So he saw the wind, therefore he was afraid, therefore he sank. Why did he see the wind? He stopped seeing the one who told him, come. Let me tell you in the journey of life, you must be deliberate and intentional about fixing your gaze on the one who gave you the first instruction. The vicissitudes of life will blast in sometimes and will tempt to shift you from focus. From focus so you need to be intentional tap your neighbor intentional, intentional about fixing your gaze there are times when the storms of life come you tend to doubt what he told you in fact you told somebody that God told me but sometimes when you are boxed to the corner seemingly you are tempted to begin to think did God really say this man's purpose was to come and announce the Messiah. His purpose was, come and, was to come and be the forerunner. That was the purpose he came. But when he was boxed by the vicissitude of life, when the storms of life billowed on him, he started asking questions that he had already provided answers. I am not the one. They asked, tell us, are you the one? He said, no. I am not the one, but I am the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. He was, he was not mincing words about his purpose. He was unequivocal. He said, I am not the one. I am just a forerunner. 
I am powerful, but he's more powerful. I am mighty, but he's the almighty. He's shoeless. I cannot untie. Oh, I cannot tie. When the storms of life came, he came, he told his disciples, go and ask the one for whose reason I was born. John had no business being in the world other than coming to forerun Jesus. So he doubted it. So go ask him whether he's the one that is to come. Ah, or should we wait for another? You remember the encounter at the baptism? The Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Only John knew that revelation. The one on whom you see the Spirit descend and abide is the one. Yet he said, are you the one? Before you judge John, be in his shoes first. Many times, even though we are not called John the baptizer, we have also have had to ask God, did you really say you will bless me? Did you really mean that we have children? Eight years and ten months in marriage. You, but God told you before you were married the name of your three children. Eight years, ten months. Could it be that it was my thought? I decree, as you shall the big amen, let doubt die now. Jesus now this is where I was going when he was sinking I love Jesus he looks away from your fault first of all to save you as the priority Jesus is not like some parents when their children fall down the first way you know that their children are falling down is the way they rush the child on the floor I have told you always sit in one place the first thing to do is to first pick the child up. Just pamper the child. Later, you cannot pull the child's hair. But a typical, particular African parent, the parent is angry because you fell as a result of disobedience. I have every word is slap. I have told you that. But not so with Jesus. We do not have a high priest that cannot be touched by the feeling of our infirmity I heard that Archbishop Benson Idahosa of blessed memory said any priest any high priest that cannot be touched is a low priest the meaning is this any high priest who cannot empathize with his followers with the people God has placed him over by privilege is a low priest high priest check 101 anyone who can empathize with you so jesus now this is it i think this is important my introduction was that when you have a heart of unbelief what kind of heart is that is an evil heart that whenever you see unbelief what do you see evil, evil. You know what Jesus told Peter when he was sinking? Why 
did you doubt? It will amaze you, maybe, that Jesus did not say, why were you scared? Why were you fearful? Jesus does not cure symptoms. He goes to the root. Because for you to be afraid to cry, to scream, something triggered it. Somebody shall trigger. Why did you doubt? My wife, when she was pregnant with our first child, she needed to be in the hospital for four months plus. And uh, in the process, there was supposed to be a surgery, a procedure, and the procedure was carried out. But before then, the doctor called me into his office and said, Pastor, it is 50-50. Then he explained, he said, it is neither here nor there. You know, when a doctor tells you 50-50, neither here nor there, you should be pleading the blood. After that, another doctor who is born again, a born again child of God, we, we were honored to pastor him. So after that statement from the general doctor, from the over, overhead doctor, he called me to one corner and he spoke in Yoruba. He said, Pastor, let us not lie. As if I can lie. He said, let us not lie. Uh, it's a bad case. So he said, but let's pray. So they wheeled my wife to the theater. I knelt down in the word in the room you know the time that when you want to pray and you don't find accurate words uh, may God deliver you from the day of evil okay that is one prayer in the day of evil may God help you because you see God can choose to deliver you from evil and God can choose to deliver you in evil Sometimes God does not disallow you from seeing evil. He will just help you to go through it. When you pass through the fire, I will be with you. Not if, when. That when is an adverb. You remember your old English? Adverbial clause of time. When you pass through the water, I'll be with you. So, now, while I was praying... The Lord by the Holy Ghost reminded me the story of Peter. That's why I can never forget why did you doubt. It was my case. You know, you don't forget your word. No matter the words the prophet is speaking, when it is your word, you don't forget. So, the Lord said to me, looking at the life of Peter, bless God. Listen, the Holy Spirit will only bring to your remembrance what you have studied. That is his purpose. Apart from guiding you into all truth, he will teach you, but he will remind you what you have been taught. That is why if there is nothing forming the baseline, there is nothing that will be given. So, and I caught the message that I must not doubt. I believe. I said, Lord, be it unto me and indeed unto us according to your word. God has given us his word You know the show what God gave us when my wife was pregnant For every child we have scripture 
I will contend with him that contend with him. And I will save your children. Now apologies. If those children sleep every hour of the day, by that scripture and the warfare we have engaged in, they are covered. Ah, we did warfare. One day my wife is, was in the hospital. God woke me up. At the same time he woke up. I was facing the window. She was facing the window. I will contend with them that contend with. One doctor said, when it's before this time, ah, he said for this, this can, what's the result, sir? Some good news and some bad news. He said, well, for subsequent pregnancies, you will come and we tell you what to do because this one will surely come down. It will surely be appointed. He was one of the most respected doctors there with integrity. He said it will surely, that was his, those were his words, it will surely come down. The one that he said will surely come down will be 12 this year. Doctor, a human being said, will surely come down. Who is he that says a thing and it comes? Oh, Yama. Stand. Stand. Who has spoken something against you? I ask this question and I bring your accuser before God and I decree. Every negative pronouncement held against you is hereby aborted in the name of Jesus. There is someone here, you came to service really for this session. Some words have been spoken against you and the words have been Pushing you back and forth. There is motion but no progress. I decree. The yoke of that negative word. Is broken off your neck in the name of Jesus. There is somebody on this side of the church. The fetters. The chains. That have held you bound. Break now in the name of Jesus. Over somebody listening, over somebody watching, through any technological device, I decree over you as your amen comes alive. Prison break in the name of Jesus. Amen. Sit down. Who is he that says a thing and it comes to pass? The rest they say is history. When I look at the life of this boy, I said, it's only the report of God that you must believe in. Every good thing happening is an amazement to us, to God's glory. Time will fail me, and of course, even if I have all the time, sensitivity will not allow me to tell you some things. Some things God spoke to us about him, like he did about all of them. Somebody called me up from one city, said the girl, the Lord said to him about our first son, Another person called me. This year, we're just talking. And prophetic came out. Your first son. I started talking, started talking. And started talking about the reality on ground. Does not know him. This person does not know him. So, the first thing you should settle in, in a bid to enter into his rest is doubt. With a double mind, you will never enter his rest. 
I will tell you what the rest is. I didn't know I would spend this much time, but I believe God wants us to. Tell your neighbor, anytime you see a double mind, tell your neighbor, what do you see? Get an answer. And I said it in person just for knowledge. The Bible says that if that rest had been enough, Joshua wouldn't have promised another rest. That Joshua, that means Jesus. Because Jesus means Joshua. In the root, it means Yehoshua and Mashiach. So, the word Jesus means Joshua. The word Joshua means Jesus. Do you understand? I don't know the Bible you're carrying, the type. You may see Jesus, you may see Joshua. He's talking about Jesus. Because Jesus means Yehoshua. Now, I want to talk about the rest itself. What is this rest? Now, this rest has about three categories. About three categories. The rest that was talked about with the Israelites when they stayed for years in the wilderness. God actually prepared the rest, but for disobedience they could not enter. That's one category. The rest, which is the second category, is the one I want to talk to you about. The third category is the rest when God takes us home. But I want to talk about the second category. Now, for information, I'd like to also add that the word rest appears not less than 200 times in the Bible. Not less than 200 times in the Bible. One of such places that the word rest appears that I like, come unto me, all ye that labor. And it is very relevant to what I want to share. And a heavy laden. You see, when you read in English, heavy laden, it is so abstract. But if you understand some traditional language, that word heavy laden is those people that the word had put load on you. It says to have light load is good. Jesus even said, For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Because yours is heavy, mine is light. Easy and difficult. Which one do you prefer? Etisala was going to start in to Nigeria. And one of the things I like, I've told you again and again, I like easy life. You like hard life. Let me see your life. They didn't come. They cannot even be here. This rest is easy life. Another statement. This rest that I want to talk to you about is actually life in the spirit so anywhere you see that you need to enter into this rest it is entering into life in the spirit and i will talk to you about it a bit in a bit what does it imply to enter into his rest it implies operating in the fullness of what God has provided in the fullness somebody shout in the fullness of what God has provided that's why in Hebrews 4 verse 1 that you should be careful lest you come short of that rest now that word come short is once you are born again let me quickly say this once you are born again you have entered the rest in a measure once you are born again, you have entered the rest in a measure. 
but you can live without living to the fullness of that rest the only person who is out of the rest is an unbeliever you remember we said when we're starting this the unbeliever is the natural man is a man without hope is the outsider so once you are an insider you are a partaker of the commonwealth of zion you are admitted into the school of rest however the full benefits of that rest is what we want to talk about so entering into this rest has to be something that is deliberate write it you don't enter into his rest accidentally because i will i will talk to you from god's word in a bit now about that word entering into the rest you also see where we read the bible says we should labor to enter into the rest it looks it sounds paradoxical isn't it you're talking about rest and you're talking about laboring naturally it doesn't add up for you to labor to rest you should just lie down and rest do you need any labor to lie down if nothing is wrong with your body i mean to rest is one of the easiest things you can come and ask me i've told you one of the one of the favors god had done me is that i enjoy gifts some of the spirit some of the body gifts and one of the gifts i enjoy is the gift of sleep the bible said therefore he giveth his beloved sleep i always say it, sleep is a gift in the name of jesus wherever you are and you are finding it difficult to sleep take the gift now Amen. and you see the name doctor calls it sounds attractive insomnia you know some some of these terrible diseases have fine fine names diabetes cancer they, they sound good staphylococcus they, they, they sound good dangerous terrible i decree begin to sleep although i decree you will not oversleep but begin to sleep what you are taking for granted is what some people spend fortune on just to sleep i came to tell you that money can buy a bed but money can't buy sleep so this rest implies that you operate how in what in the fullness of what god has provided that is the rest another implication is that it means to cease from your works you saw where we read time will fail me to go okay we do bible study verse one says like god cease from his rest and i just want to mention the bible says you should cease from your works just like god ceased from his work how do i mean in the beginning god created man and in the first day to the sixth day god created and on the seventh day god rested and the bible says god blessed the seventh day because in it he rested whatever gives you rest must be blessed god blessed the seventh day he hallowed the seventh day for in it he rested this is the word of the lord to you if your parents have been used by god to give you academic rest they must be blessed 
you remember where the Bible says, even her children call her blessed. So when you wake up every morning, when you go to bed, God bless my parents. And if you don't have them anymore, and you have your uncles, your, your aunts, or whoever is your benefactor, whoever helps you to rest, deserves to be blessed. For God blessed the seventh day. God hallowed the seventh day. For in it, God helped you to rest. Listen, somebody had helped you to rest career-wise. You were so jobless for, for a long time. And God used somebody to give you a job. Listen, what does the person desire? What does the person desire? Blessing. So every time you wake up, Lord, I would have been roaming the streets jobless. I bless Uncle Desmond. I bless Mr. Akinwale. He helped me. It's a lesson to you. Anyone who is used by God to give you rest deserves blessing. Some of you, you were wandering spiritually before. You were born again, but you were a wanderer. Then God positioned somebody into your life. And your life began to take shape. You that you used to be dilly-dallying before about spiritual matter, you cannot say, the Lord spoke to me. This is what the Lord wants me to do. We look at your life and it's all planned out. You look like a serious person. Every time you remember the person God has used to give you spiritual rest, what do you do? Bless the person. This is an instruction to you. Your parents dole out money for pocket money. For those of you who are students here, they have been used by God to give you financial rest. What do you do? Bless them. I say one of the ways to bless your parents is by your conduct. They pay your school fees, let your conduct show that you bless them do you know there are students who have been out of school for two years still collecting school fees pocket money accommodation but for you who have the privilege of being helped bless for instance let me bring it up can i come to your address now can i come to your meal now God has positioned somebody your way every Sunday in oil of joy every Thursday you keep hearing the word of life and through that channel God is stabilizing you establishing you the more in the way of truth like the did to Saul who became Paul you know what the person desires from you blessing anytime you remember your pastor God bless my pastor I told you some time ago, I said for your destiny to be secured, just ensure that your shepherd is not smitten. The Bible says, smite the shepherd. What will happen? The sheep will scatter. Now, what will happen that the sheep will not scatter? Once the shepherd is not smitten, I see your prayer can help the shepherd. There is a way you can help your helper. You can minister to your minister. Do you remember the chain of victory? That message, the chain of victory. Do you still remember? There was going to be a war. Israelites and other people. Moses was on the mountain. Aaron and Hor. <laughs> Moses held his hand up. As long, oh my goodness. This is one message you must not miss. As long as his hands were up, Israel won. When his hands were weary and he brought them down, the opponents won. So, a chain of victory came into sin. If we leave this man to keep his hands up, we will lose him. Because it is given to every man.
to have his weak points by natural tendencies. So this one stayed on the left, the other one stayed on the right, and they did something that thrilled me. They got a stool, a stone stool, and his hat. So they held his hand. And the Bible says, listen, listen, they steadied his hand, and their victory was steady. Then I said, this is the chain of victory. Some people were at the valley, soldiers, I call them foot soldiers, fighting. But because the hands of Moses were up, they were winning. Because, of, because the hands of Moses were up, they were winning. But the hands of Moses could not fight. But their fighting could not bring victory without the hands of Moses. Are you there? Now, but his hands that, was, that were up, his hands that were up could not stay up without support. Now, ordinarily, Aaron looked jobless. How looked jobless? Somebody calls you from the village or from America. So what have you been doing? I've been holding the hand of Moses. And to compound it, I've been holding one of his hands. As big as you are. And he calls her too from, Mal from Malawi. I said, it's been long I've heard about you. You know, our friend here is, he has blown. Our friend here has hammered. Our friend here has... Uh, so what's happening to you? You know, when people ask what's happening to you, they are trying to size you up. So you say, well, all I've been doing all these years is that I've been holding Moses' hands. You are foolish. Did you hear what I said? You are foolish. One hand, that's what they will say. That you are foolish. And they asked Moses, Oga Moses, our colleague that went to high school, I know you went to Harvard, we thought you had a promising future, but we heard that you are one wilderness sitting on a stone, raising your two hands. So, so, uh, they heard the gist, but they wanted to taunt you. So what have you been doing? You know people who know what you are doing, and they ask you, what have you been doing? May God reply them for you. Yeah. Let me tell you, some people who ask, how are you, know how you are. They just want you to confess because they know you don't lie. They know you don't lie. So, okay, Moses, what have you there? I've been sitting and holding my hands. Why? So that Israel can win. Now, for Moses to think without my hands up, they couldn't win, he will be mistaken. We need the hands of Moses to be up. We need his hands to be steadied. We need soldiers to fight. We need Moses to surrender him, himself. If at a point Moses was so lost in the assignment that after, after he had done the assignment, Jethro said, Okay, now you are finished. These are your children, your wife. The people, you, you have kind of abdicated your responsibility. He abandoned himself. What I'm saying is this every time somebody is aligned your way to give you rest in a place, what do you do? After the other God, rest. Now, that word labor, let me quickly run now. That word labor, labor, please pay attention, does not mean to roll up your sleeves and start sweating. Oh my goodness. Ah. Roll up your sleeves and sweating and flexing muscles. This is what it is to labor. The effort, that word labor means to make effort means to strive means to be zealous means to be devoted it means devotion it means zeal it means effort but not effort in the flesh not physical effort 
I will tell you what the effort is. I have a, a, a few of them. Now, please pay attention. I'm going to run now. And there is a place I want to end it up because there is no part four for now. Hear this. How do you labor? What is the effort? What is the striving? Number one. To labor includes to have faith to believe. We established that from the first point that they did not enter because of their unbelief. You also, lest you fall out through unbelief, entering his rest. So, one of the things that helps you to enter his labor is, is, is rest, is belief, faith, surrender to him. Number two, and I will tell you how, how, it, how these things help you. Prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting. When I give you the alpha, and I'll give you the scripture verses because one scripture covers two of them. The Bible says, when they prayed and they fasted, when they, when they ministered unto the Lord and fasted, I'll, I'll get there, the Holy Ghost said unto them, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work I have. Who said? Talk to me. Who said? What is the title of the message we have been talking about? Good. Number three. Number three. The word of God. That is one way to labor to enter. The effort you must put in place is the word of God. <laughs> the word of God. You know why? The spirit gravitates to wherever the word is. The spirit does not do anything in vacuum. The spirit of God. Wherever the word is, the spirit is. Because the word himself is the spirit. The spirit. So I prophesied as I was commanded. Ezekiel 37 verse 10 in particular is my emphasis. So I prophesied and breath came upon them. Even what made the bones to come together was that power. What caused the shaking was that power. But for you to be driven home, so I prophesied and breath came upon the bones. Hear this. And they stood upon their feet an exceeding great army. Somebody says spirit. Why did breath come? That breath is the Holy Spirit. Why did it come? I prophesied. To prophesy means to speak the word of God. Why, why was it the word of God? He said, prophesy. So I said what he said I should say. So wherever the word is, the spirit is. Then the fourth is worship. I told you four ways to labor to enter. And I'll tell you where all meet. Worship. So, where I was referring to Acts chapter 16, 25 to 26, when Paul and Silas were in the prison, the Bible says they prayed and they sang praises. They prayed, so you can see prayer and fasting. Now, the Bible also says in Acts chapter 13, verse 2, why they were ministering unto the Lord. That word minister means worship. So you see the place of worship, you see the place of prayer, you see the place of the word. 
Anywhere the word sweeps, the Holy Ghost sweeps. He sent forth his word. And the word healed. Have you considered that the title of the Acts, the book called the Acts of the Apostles? If one man was personal about it, he said we should stop calling that book the Acts of the Apostles. He was serious. He said, well, unfortunately, he has no authority to change the name of the book. Anytime he wants to preach, he will not say only the Acts of the Apostles. He will say the Acts of the Apostles through the Holy Spirit. That's what it is, but you see, we don't need to put the name like that. If not, the act of Luke through, through the Holy Spirit, the act of Matthew through the Holy Spirit, act of Mark through the Holy Spirit, acts of John, story of John through the Holy Spirit, Hebrews through the Holy Spirit, everything will be through the Holy Spirit. You see, in naming, you don't need to put all the details. That's one wisdom about naming. It should be brief. The Holy Ghost Center of the International Proclaimers Assembly Corporated International limited you know it is in brevity we know that somebody is not confused most times you don't put your vision in your name you see because some people the way the vision is burning they want the name to reflect oil of joy tabernacle change agents raising marriage building worship raising leaders all relevant inside name international global now, everything that happened in the Acts of the Apostles happened by the Holy Ghost. Now, this is it. Please don't miss this last, last part. Don't miss this last part. All this further I've mentioned, in, plus other ordinances of Bible, such as the communion, breaking of bread from house to house. Now, this further mentioned including other ordinances listen they set the atmosphere for the Holy Ghost to have his way all these four things I mentioned plus other scriptural ordinances please note it what do they do they set the atmosphere listen give room for the Holy Spirit to have his way to operate freely and when we surrender our lives to the workings, oppressions, leadings, promptings of the Holy Spirit, when we surrender our lives to the oppressions, workings, leadings, promptings of the Holy Spirit, that is a rest. The day you surrender to the leading, oppression, promptings, workings, of the Holy Spirit that is rest and that rest is life in the spirit life in the spirit is seasoned from your own effort this is the best about the best picture of life in the spirit have you heard the story about when a baby eagle an eaglet is trying to fly the mother eagle wants the eaglet to find her own wings. So she pushes the eagle down a valley. Then the eaglet suddenly realizes that mom is no more here. If I crash, I will crash. So in fear, in hope, in confidence, all join, the eaglet stretched her wings. And it's looking as if she could fly. Oh, it dawned on her. Listen, 
it down on this eagle that it's working she flapped her wing it's working so she she decided to move to the right she moved to the right oh she decided to move to the left it was oh this was what mom was enjoying never ever dreamed again to be helped by mom if you have found your wings you will not want anybody to help you again so when she started flapping she was enjoying it but she realized that mom operated at another level better than this i don't see mom flap her wings i just see mom surrender and she goes to the highest point because i'm always on her back ah, but i'm flapping my wings she now discovers because she was tired she was tired so she left her wing if i will die today let me die she discovered something amazing what i moved more than when i flapped oh she discovered the direction of the wind so she surrendered so where the wind went she went where her flapping could never have gone the wind surpassed oh this is how to labor to enter i have been helping myself all along no wonder i was utterly limited life in the spirit is limitless living life in the spirit is your true life without living life in the spirit you have not started living you have not started living life in the spirit hello somebody tap somebody say hello somebody tap another person say hello somebody life in the spirit is life of surrender and when you surrender it costs you nothing but helps you greatly the eagles say, oh i thought i was having a great life when i was flapping my feather i didn't know that there is higher life help me whisper to somebody higher life there is higher life pastor there is higher life it is not everybody that is struggling and let me say this conclusively this entering into rest is in levels yes it's in grades triumph it is in degrees you can enter rest more than your friend your level or master of surrender determines the more of the rest you enjoy so the level of your surrender determines how much more you live in the spirit you thought where you try to memorize you should where you try to recall you should but the moment you understand the key that the holy spirit brings to your remembrance everything you have been taught and you surrender you don't miss classes you read your books you read your notes but you say it's time to read and to remember who does the remembering who does the reminding so you surrender all this time to remember and you you close your eyes let me list the four points you close your eyes you miss you know you know how we do it is good but above all your efforts surrender you have an uncle in chevron you have a brother that can link you with nmpc somebody says it's good the bible even tells me the horse is ready for the battle the horse is made ready for the battle but safety or victory 
is of the Lord. The Lord said to me one day, get your horse ready for the battle. Your horse is your degree, go to school. Your horse is your master's, go to school. What is a horse? Horse is that thing that you climb on and you look taller than others. Your horse is your privilege. Your horse is your uncle that works with CBN and can link you there. Good, take advantage. But you see, safety is your prospering in life. That you work in Chevron does not mean you'll be wealthy. I, I can tell you that for free. That you live in Port Harcourt, called the oil city, does not mean you'll be, you will prosper. There are beggars in Port Harcourt. That you live in Saudi Arabia, where you have pure gold, does not mean your life will be golden. There are paupers in Saudi. That you travel to America does not mean you eat with Donald Trump. There are destitutes in America. And there are wealthy people in Nigeria. There are multi-billionaires in Uganda. It's not a function of where per se. It's a function of the rest you have come into. So, take advantage of the link that your uncle provides. Somebody say, I will take advantage. Go to school. Somebody say, I will go to school. Hello, brother. I know God has called you. You have gone to school. Hello, brother. Please listen to me. Come, come, come. Post what you are doing. Now, come. Don't tear your certificate. I was once tempted to tear my certificate. Me, I've been there, so I'm counseling you by the Holy Ghost. I beg. Don't tear your certificate. You may not need it. Just keep it. Show your children that I went to school. Don't tear your certificate. Let me just leave this with you. One day you may realize that you need it. Wind may blow. Storms may come. It may be that certificate that will bail you out. Climb the horse. Did I say so? Take advantage of the horse. You have opportunity to go to Harvard Business School. Go there. Don't say, eh, it's not about Harvard Business School that, make us, that will make us prosper. Top that kind of narrative. You know, some people who say so is because they don't have the opportunity. Shut up and go to Harvard, you have opportunity. But in all your going to Harvard, with all your working in Chevron, hello brother, with all your having an uncle that can help you have a life of advantage, surrender to God. The uncle that is helping you needs help. The person sponsoring you to Harvard is limited. I heard the story, have you heard it before? That one, one of the first ladies of Nigeria met her old friend. So they called each other by the first name. So it was happening that they have known each other. Oh, where have you been? I've been there. You know, the first lady, everybody knows where she is. So where have you been? Oh, life has not been treating me fairly. And the first lady, according to the story, gave the lady her card and said, this number is my direct line. PAs don't pick this. SAs don't pick this. Call me directly. But before I go, hear this people, hear this, but don't miss this. What do you want me to do for you? If you know anything about kingdom sense, when the woman of the house says, what do you want? Do thanksgiving. If the man of the house says, what do you want? Don't do thanksgiving yet. And do thanksgiving, but say, Lord, touch the woman of the house. If the woman of the house, you know, because so that she won't be seen as an evil woman. Say, ah, darling, I really want to help that uh, brother. Ah, the woman of the house, ah, really? Oh, it's good, it's good. When your wife says it's good, and stops. Please pause. She would just say, ah, I just remember, if I didn't tell you, I just remember, they said for the competition of the children, we'll need um, $85,000. Hey. 
and the school fees for next time in fact they've increased the school fees we're just believing god she will just give you three points she don't she does not need to speak further you just call that person uh, sorry actually due to some circumstances that that were beyond my control i will see you later but if it is the woman of the house that says don't worry she will she will persuade the man of the house the man of the house to help wisdom for somebody all of you who say is my uncle i don't care about his wife you are not wise your blessings will be limited the woman of the house can put heat in the house without fire she can put heat in the house without fire ask any woman in the house here and every female is woman in the house here if they put heat on you you won't see fire but they will be finding it how oh, was happening hey, hey sorry you will carry your bag by yourself see sarah one day very meek sarah the bible said when she she dealt harshly with hagar the bible said hagar fled she didn't say flee flee go out in jesus name she turned the heat on hagar the bible says hagar fled you don't know the woman of the house she puts heat with her fire if she wants you to flee you hold her husband she knows where to do she knows what to do she will just do prayer room for you prayer room you'll be the one to say i don't want you again when you see her husband you'll be running away so the woman the first lady said what do you want me to do for you i'm traveling i'll be back but what do you want me to do you know one call can do it she may be away but one call can do it listen to what that woman said all right my friend i will get back to you let me talk with my husband and listen 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 ordinarily listen ordinary some people have talked with their husband and they've gotten back to their helpers of destinies and they got something better ordinary somebody's ordinarily it's not bad but life is not ordinary life is really not not, not ordinary that was the trip that first lady embarked on and she didn't come back when it matters the most may you not be foolish may you be prompt in the spirit hello sweetheart if that woman had entered her rest if she had surrendered to the holy spirit she wouldn't have said let me see my husband she will know what to say listen one of the advantages of life in the spirit is knowing what to do per time knowing what to say per time knowing where to go per time knowing when to stop going out even when every reason is there for you to go out it's not reasonable why won't you go out it's my birthday and you just stay at home life in the spirit a man who lives life in the spirit cannot be deciphered to most people he's or he's crazy or she's crazy they can't tell they say we don't even know what we do now that we say he wants you give him water he say i want i don't want water the day you say there's no water i say i really want hot water so you wait for the man of the spirit to tell what he wants you can't say ah he's my customer he likes eba and pandadiam you know some of you your food vendors know what you like it's not so good though they know that when you appear oh brother eba afunlewa they know that they know what you want sometimes let them sometimes be unpredictable they know the place you will pass every day if i one of the security one, one 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 of the security tips in nigeria is that don't always pass through one route every day 
If you go north every day, you to go south. Must you pass through that place? Every day, bike, bike, take tricycle. You take tricycle, go do Uber. Save money, do Uber. You know, they won't know you are the one inside. They'll be looking for you on Okada. Every Okada rider said, One time my wife was in the hospital. So when I alight, he said, Pastor, mercy. They know me already, they know where I'm going to. Be unpredictable. When we're in the hospital, they say, yeah, Pastor, mercy. Mercy is the hospital, is the name of the hospital. They've known. One day I was greeting somebody. God bless my wife with a car. And I drive a car mostly, you know. I was greeting somebody. The person didn't see me. Because the person used to see me inside Rover. So I was now greeting the person inside this, another car. This person, the, I, even, the, I was, honey, I really wanted the person to see me. <laughs> that God is good. But the person did not see me because where the person thought he would see me, I was not there. I prophesy where they thought they would meet you, you will be far from there. Yeah. Would you rise on your feet this morning? Life in the spirit. Pastor Isaiah, I'm sorry for taking much of your time. I'm sorry. Because you say, uh, there, there's, not, there's not going to be part four. I'm sorry. I said, when you surrender to the Holy Spirit, with these four things I gave you, number one was what? Believe. Number two? Believe. Number three? Believe. Number four? Plus other scriptural ordinances. When you put this in place, they set the atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to operate, move. It makes you yield to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, leading of the Holy Spirit. And I said, when that happens, you have entered your rest. And when you enter your rest, that is what? Life in the Spirit. I want to invite you to life in the Spirit. I want to make an altar call. It's not an altar call for you to come out. It's an altar call for you to surrender. You've been struggling by yourself before now. Especially, listen to me, while you're praying, you're already in the mood of prayer. I mean, you're already praying, some of you, I can see that. While you're still doing that, I guess this word is for somebody. No, it's for somebody. Particularly you that you are intelligent, you easily can fall into this temptation of not entering into the rest but God wants to bypass your intelligence God wants to bypass your intelligence God wants to bypass your limitation God wants to bypass what you have as ability and let me tell you your biggest ability can't match his least ability. I know you are intelligent. This word is for somebody. I'm not talking in general. No, I'm not talking in general sense now. It's for someone. You know what you're going to do now? You're going to surrender. Lord, I acknowledge that you have given me good brain. I'm not saying, say, Lord, I am stupid when you are intelligent. No. It's even unholy to say so. Lord, I acknowledge that I'm intelligent, but I want to move to the, to the next level. Lord, I'm seeing some bits of your manifest presence, but I want to go to a higher level. Listen, there is somebody here you have been craving for more, better, more, I mean more, better, bigger, more accurate manifestations of God's presence, God's power. The word of the Lord to you is this. Surrender totally. It is where the wind 
wants to go, it goes. The wind blows where it wants. So also, everyone born of God. I want to invite you to a life of surrender. You have resorted to self-help for too long. It's time to be helped by God. It doesn't matter if it's the whole church that will surrender, that will lead to the altar call. It doesn't matter. I myself, I am coming out for the altar call. You want to say, Lord, I want life in the spirit. I want to surrender myself totally. Raise your two hands. My two hands are raised. I, I want to. There is always a deeper level. There is always a higher light. I want you to join and sing that song because one day I discovered that it's not only a song for those who want to give their hearts to Christ. It's you, I, I really believe that it's a song for the for Christians because many times we don't surrender all. What you are saying now by that song, Elatabashata. I am ready for life in the spirit. Come on. I surrender. I surrender. My Lord, my Savior. Be serious about it. This is one moment you have been waiting for. Come on.
surrender. Children can surrender. Young and old. Seven seconds. Yara Masha, paint tongues, paint tongues, paint tongues. Yara Masha, Tata Brother, Tata Bahala, the Hosea. I hand over completely. I surrender totally. Say it, say it. Nobody surrenders without saying it so, without indicating so. You have to do it wholeheartedly. You have to do it wholeheartedly. Say it, say it. Total abandon, total abandon, total abandon, selfless abandon. Away. I give myself away. 
Brokenness is taking place. Brokenness is taking place. God is remolding. Brokenness is taking place. God is remolding, reshaping. Come on. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. This is life in the spirit. 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 Yes, this is really living. This is real living. That is what is happening. This is life in the spirit. Come on, that is life in the spirit. not end here let it not just be for some people mere emotion let it continue with us Lord as in concert we surrender total abandon we enter into the rest we now live life in the spirit no more struggling no more flapping welcome to your soaring season because life in the spirit is life soaring thank you father because this experience has come to stay thank you because shackles are broken Chains are broken, burdens are lifted, yokes are destroyed, scales are falling from eyes, blockades are falling from ears. Thank you because hearts have been sanitized. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We give a praise, mighty Father. In Jesus' mighty name, welcome to life in the spirit. Life in the Spirit, Part 2. I would like to encourage you to get the message of last Sunday, of Sunday, um, where we did the Part 1 of Life in the Spirit. I trust that by the time God is through with us, you'll be through with everything that has hindered you in the name of Jesus Christ so I said that to make an excuse ahead of time that I don't have the luxury of time tonight to go through what we talked about so I want to go straight into part 2 life in the spirit part 2 John chapter 1 John chapter 1 My concern is verse 12 But for cohesion Let's look at it from verse 10 Kindly allow me to read in case you're not there yet He was in the world And the world 
was made through him and the world did not know him he came to his own and his own did not receive him can we all read verse 12 together loud and clear I want to read but as many as received him to them he gave the right to become the children of God to those who believe in his name somebody say power, power. to become look at another neighbor say right to become um, let me just quickly say that from that place power right authority um, the root word there is related to exosia in Greek and it means delegated authority this is what it means someone has the power but the person would not be available to exercise the power and the person has found you worthy to be able to exercise the power but without an authority without a formal proclamation you will not be respected so he put authority and the emblem of that same power so he said this is what I would do if I had to be here. But now that it is illegal for me, God, to operate in the sphere of man legally. Now, it's, it's illegal for me, God, to operate in the sphere of man physically. I have made you gods because you operate here to do what I would have done. To do what I would have done because you have the right to operate here legally because you have body. The Bible calls God the father of spirits. Alright, so you are called the body of Christ. So you still have body. Therefore, you can operate here. Now, for you to be able to operate here successfully, thank you Lord, you have to be able to be given what it takes somebody say what it takes to operate successfully so that is what brings about that word delegate delegate means it's not yours originally but the owner has graciously magnanimously handed it over to you somebody said delegate a few years ago the president of our country was ill and he traveled for medical attention and it happened that he was there for a while because it has passed the number of days whereby the president could be away without transmitting power to his vice necessity was laid therefore on him to formally make a case to the national assembly that since i'll be away for more than 21 days as provided by the law i understand that there can be no vacuum so i write to you that in view of my stay away of my absence there is a vice but as long as i 
communicate this to you his name will no longer be called vice for that period he will be called the acting president so i called up a lawyer you know there, there were some issues brewing so i called up a lawyer i said talk to me about the powers of an acting president the lawyer said to me and i was tickled he said every power that the president wields is given to the acting president because he takes he takes possession of that seat now he may sit in his house but whatever he signs at that period becomes law for instance it was during that time that he approved the appointment of the chief justice of nigeria and it stood so so that is a picture of delegated authority when they were elected i mean the joint ticket he was not the president but because the president wouldn't be available to perform his duty as enshrined in the laws of the land he had to give over the power to the vice to act because there must be no vacuum because in life this is a typology god would not be here so he says to you who believe i have exhausted you i have delegated my authority my power hello my essence in other words the moment i do that to you i hope you can catch these you have become god so what i would have done if i was here is what you are able to do so it says as many who believe in him he has oh given the right the power the authority to become somebody said become so that's a face help me tap your neighbor say that is a face you have the right to become the king james says the sons of god the new king james says the children of god because the children of god is more appropriate because it's, it's gender inclusive so when you see the sons of god in the bible for the most part it's not talking about the male species it's talking about both the male and the female somewhere the bible says god made man and woman in genesis and he called them adam so the woman is the female expression of adam all right so that is the right so the woman excuse me excuse me is not inferior the woman is another expression of god and the man is another expression of god god is multi-mode activatable I think that, that lexicon has been coming to my mind multi-mode activatable there is an aspect of god that you can only appreciate when it is demonstrated by a woman for instance if you call god the nourisher uh, for those of you who have enjoyed nourishment of a woman you would understand that 
no matter how kind a man is he won't accurately express that nature of God are you aware that the name of God called El Shaddai is the full big breasted one big breasted full breasted if a woman is called that she will count it as an abuse oh my the bible calls my god tell your neighbor god is busting yes yes full breasted big breasted let a billion people suck at the same time he can be depleted let a trillion billion people suck at once ah he can be depleted a trillion billion it may not exist in your lexicon but a trillion billion people lift your right and say good god lift your right and say good god gracious god all right john chapter 1 verse 12 shows us the right where we stand permit me to say the possibilities we have somebody said the possibilities somebody said the possibilities the potential things that you something you can become because of that right he has given you the right to become you have the possibility to become in other words you can become that what you can become doesn't mean you can become it but what it means is that you can live fully in the reality that is the meaning all right romans chapter 8 when we were reading romans chapter 8 you remember i said that was our anchor scripture right now when we're reading romans chapter 8 on sunday we read from verse 1 to 8 do you still remember so let us continue from verse 9 romans chapter 8 so we're going to read from verse 9 to verse 14 the new king james version please if you can romans chapter 8 from verse 9 to 14 i have it here romans 8 9 so we're, we ended verse 8 so then those who are in the flesh cannot please god you remember so from verse 9 but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit so those who have the right should not be in the flesh those who have the right to become the children of god should not be in the flesh but we're indeed if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you but now let me take it again but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of christ he's not his and if christ is in you the body is dead because of sin but the spirit is life because of righteousness but if the spirit of him that raised jesus from the dead dwells in you 
he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you can we all read verse 12 together want to go therefore brethren we are debtors not to flesh to lead according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the flesh you will live can we scream verse 14 one two read for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god now you would notice that in the same rendition of king james new king james that we read we read from john 1 right 12 that those who believe they have been given the right to become talk to me the children of god the same rendition says as many as are led by the spirit of god they have become the sons of god if it is the same thing as children you would have seen it there it tells you that when you are given the right to become it's a level when you translate the the level to be led it's another level so what you're going to do is that having accepted him having received him you are going to take it to the next level you're going to allow your oh your by the reason of use puts you to the level of sonship you remember for unto us a child but unto us unto us a child is born as many as believe him he gives the right to be born to become children somebody said children now but those who are led by the spirit they become the given as many as are led by the spirit they are they don't become they are somebody said they don't become they are so in other words the son was in the child all along help me preach that to your neighbor say neighbor all along the son had been in the child all what will make the child become the son is alignment just align you become the son up till this point if you are still not getting it i rebuke that hindrance in the name of jesus in case it's looking like telling literature story to somebody right now like wow what a rendition what a presentation oh you are just admiring i rebuke that blockade it is a hindrance so when you are led you are 
when you believe you become right it when you believe you become but when you are led you are in other words now this is the question of the second statement that when you are led you are it's not that the process of making you are is being led that's not it i said when you are led you are so it's not that being led makes you are this is the meaning it is only the people who who are that can be led is those who are sons that can be led let me tell you the meaning of that led there let me tell you the meaning of that led there to be led means to be at the mercy of someone who tells you what to do and where to go that's the meaning you are always told what to do and you are told where to go led that word led shows that somebody is following somebody who is ahead right for unto us a child was born and unto us a son was given jesus in prophecy and his government shall be upon his shoulders now this is the gist and the child grew Jesus and the child Ora grew. The child was strong in the spirit. So the child grows. But listen, fast forward a bit. It got to a point when he was confirmed, when he was permit me to say ordained into food into the public ministry the spirit of god came this is my beloved son now and the child grew but it got to a point he could not oh, 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 he could no longer be referred Arabaha, to a child and god himself declared the one who cannot lie this is not my son my beloved son he had been through stuff i can testify now think jesus just became son automatically he learned obedience through the things he suffered that word suffered does not only mean punishment the things that he allowed to come upon him the things he was subjected to that's the meaning of suffer suffered little children to come to me don't suffer the little children in other words don't disallow them so through the things he suffered one day they were going for one feast they left jesus it was the third day they remembered i was not there and it wasn't polygamous family one boy from a polygamous family told me that in my house if i'm lost i mean i'm quoting him if somebody gets missing it is two weeks after they will notice we were all teenagers 
at that time. He said it's two weeks after they even noticed that he didn't come home because of the setting. And Jesus wasn't from that kind of setting. I don't know why. Three days after they got to know. The Bible says when he was found, his parents was ah, you've you've troubled us. Why blah 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 blah? He didn't say what the Bible says. From that moment, he was subject to his parents. From that time forward. Jesus, your Lord and my Lord. Who are you not to be subject to people? If Jesus, who came for the purpose of dying for your sin, could be subject to his parents, who are you to think Holy Ghost is liberty not to be subject to your parents? Particularly if your parents are in line with God, are in tune with God, are in tandem with the God, with the God Almighty. You subject because Mary and Joseph were in tune with God. I'm not talking about people who are not in tune. Why the Bible says, Parents, you know, children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. And so he said, Parents don't provoke your children to anger. Bible says so because you see, it is what you want to use against somebody that you go, go and dig up in the Bible. I'm glad that the word of God is for everybody. It's for parents. It's for children. So Jesus didn't just by automatic, by default, become so. In that statement, now, another scripture that talks about it. After Jesus was introduced to people, the Bible said the Spirit came upon him and it, 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 um, it descended and stayed. That was when it was being baptized by John the Baptist and there was a voice, right? Fast forward, you know, I've said fast forward twice. When he had finished his assignment here on earth and he was about to leave this, this territory, he took some of his disciples to a place where he said, Oh Lord, if it's possible, let this cup pass over me and the like and, and the like. And a spectacular supernatural thing happened. There appeared <laughs> the spirit of just men made perfect. Yeah. It's called the Mount of Transfiguration. Peter said it is good that we stay here and build three tabernacles. Let me digress a bit. One for you. One for Elijah and from one for Moses. He didn't mention himself. You know why? He knew that wherever you are, I am. Then another thing that kept me wondering, who told him who Elijah was? Who told him who Moses was? Tap your neighbor, say Peter, Peter. It was in that kind of atmosphere and there was a voice saying this is my beloved son and he added something this is my son he added something hear ye him you know why if you must proclaim him you must hear him because he was living it was no more his turn to, to preach it was no more his time to do ministry. He has finished his 
part of the assignment he has fulfilled in the spirit his, his, his duty so he's handing over now he's handing over the baton to you if they must hear you you must hear him because you see the bible says and they went everywhere preaching jesus you know why they could anahata why they could preach jesus they heard jesus you can't preach what you don't hear you can't preach what you don't hear if you attempt to do it things will not add up they will not add up some people, because some people try to preach it but you see you won't reproduce it someone say you can preach what you are not but you cannot reproduce what you are not because everything is to reproduce after its kind mangoes will never reproduce purple no matter how much they are both called fruits one is plucked on top one is plucked from beneath even if they both plucked on the tree mangoes will never produce purple the first letters are not even the same tomatoes will never produce pepper even though you join them together to make stew they are not the same when the chips are down everything will produce after its kind so this is my son hear ye him in the first one he said in whom i am well pleased in other words this is my endorsement i'm pleased with him but this is your own instruction hear him he has finished so you can see and the child grew in luke right also john the baptist and the child grew you know he was jesus's big brother and the child grew now the child that grew talking about john the baptist the bible says but when the time of his showing forth unto israel came the bible says he was in the wilderness until his time of showing forth that is son You don't show forth children they can abort them but no demon can abort sons unto us a child is born unto us a son is given every time somebody shows up in your life and you say lord i thank you because this is a gift is a son that showed up and by son i don't mean gender segregation i mean gender inclusiveness as a lady here you can say i'm a son of the most high god says god's word if for instance the bible says you are beautiful whether you are male female you are beautiful tap your neighbor say you're beautiful hello those who believe become those who are led are those who believe become those who are led are there is no more future to wait for for those who are led they live in the reality of their future the one who who believes is still hopeful colorful and he's bright i must get there my future is bright but the one who is led is saying the future is here 
what is the title of the series we are doing only 10 people only 20 people life in the spirit life in what in the spirit now that spirit is not your spirit is the holy spirit as many if you look at your bible there in romans 8 14 that we read for as many who are led by the if you look at the spirit in your bible your bible should be capital s right by the spirit of god which is the holy who is the holy spirit the other son that is them if that spirit that raised christ it takes an external force to raise things if you are dead you are dead with everything in you but for you to be raised from the dead there has to be an external force when we are looking at part three we will now start digging into this spirit thing welcome to a life of rest welcome to the real life of a christian welcome to the real life of a christian and what is that real life as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god tell your neighbor that is life in the spirit we'll touch some waters from subsequent teachings i wish i can tell everybody because i'm aware that there are those of you who don't attend this church regularly who are here tonight like you are here from time to time because our thursday meetings is called beyond walls people from different churches can come let her come to the fuel station be uh given fuel and you go and dispense and you come and refill and that is what god has told us about beyond walls now you see what will happen in days to come i i believe you will believe people will travel from south africa to come and be part of beyond walls now somebody is wondering can they hook up online they say we've been doing that but we want to come so they will they will fly in on thursday they will travel on friday you ask them what did they come to do in nigeria i just came to be part of the service people who come from america to be part of beyond walls and as they come they will carry things that will stand them out would you stand this evening what i wanted to do if you're born again filled with the holy spirit as you're rising lift your right hand begin to blast in tongues right now come on you need to get this message this is part of it just begin to blast in tongues. your right hand when we say raise your right hand it's not rhetoric it's it's intentional raise your right hand all over this building blast in tongues raise your right hand blast in tongues don't look around don't scan don't access don't don't just assess people don't observe yamanosuta press in lontika brondish kedosa press deeper press deeper what you're doing is that you are aligning yourself this is life in the spirit yes you can't do these and are not led you can't do what you are doing and you are not led this is called the language of the spirit god speaks to you by the language of the spirit and god really speaks by the language of the flesh
Loda kashte mondi gradondo so press a bit more, press a bit more. Go This is believers' conference. Press a bit more. This is believers' gathering. Press a bit more. Alada soprandi gelo sombrandi kalash. Labata sene kabrandose brondo bashki labrandose. Ikana mazo brondo bojigala. Gambande ko soprandita. Jandi gambrondo bozikana. Gandika inkondo shotenda. 35 seconds more. Raise your right hand. Press. 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 Your raising of hand is a point of contact. Bandadabas to the Spirit of God. Life in the Spirit is what we are talking about. And hey, this is life in the Spirit. Jaya